Howdy, Yokes. Before we get started today, we just want to let you know that this episode of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by our patrons. We want to build this thing to be as big as it can be, and we want to make more podcasts for you, but we can't do it alone. If you enjoy this episode and want more Bacon and Eggs, head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. It's just that easy. That's bacon, the way you think it's spelled, and the way you think it's spelled, eggs, the way you think it's spelled. And check out our new $10 tier, which grants you access not only to our bonus show, The Hash Browns, but you'll also get unedited episodes of Bacon and Eggs. That means you get them two days early, and they're like longer, because they're really awkward. But you can hear all the behind the scenes stuff and the moments that go into making the episode. We're going to really use your help to make the podcast the best it can possibly be. So thank you for donating and thank you even more for listening because nobody wants to be a starving artist. So thank you so much. Howdy, youngs, and welcome back to Breaker Dynamics. I'm Tyler. And I'm Ethan Itchill. And today we're heading to the jungle. Maybe we're just playing a game. So return the jewel and lift the curse. Save Jumanji and call out its name. Because today we're bringing you Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. Go ahead and read me some stats. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, was directed by Jake Kazdan. It was it released definitely was on... not, like, narrated by Bane. <laughs> oh, yes, it was. It was released Jumanji, on December 20th, <laughs> 2017, just 699 days ago. <laughs> it had a $90 million budget and made $962.1 million worldwide. It got a 76% critic rating and an 87% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a solid 58 on Metacritic. I, I don't know what that was, but I really enjoyed doing it. You merely adopted the jungle. I was born into it, molded by it. First time I saw the planes, I was already a man. That's Alan Parrish, if I'm not mistaken. It's Alan Parrish's world. We're just living in it. Uh, Ethan, do you have a positive review for this film? I do. Somewhere. Okie dokie. Uh, the guy lost the script. That's why. Because you do the negative reviews. Yeah, that's I have why a I'm negative asking. review. Turns out uh, <laughs> I was very confused for a second. Um, I have a negative review coming to you from Kevin uh, Mayer, Mar Maher, Maher, M-A-H-E-R, Mike Alpha uh, Hotel uh, Echo Romeo. And he's <laughs> from Times. <laughs> uck. Yeah, Times Uck. And he says, yet another needless reboot, searching for a reason to exist. I know a reason it had to exist. Because it was Kevin dope. Because it was dope. Uh, this is Matthew Raza from Salon.com, clearly the news outlet we're looking for. It strikes the balance between referencing its nostalgic origins without being obnoxious or obsequious in doing so. Obse obsequious? Obsequious? I, I threw an N. Obsequious. I threw an N in there. I don't know what that word means. What you Straight said was up. obsequious. I did. There was there was a there was a. I didn't read the re the review before I said it. I just said it as I saw it. That came out on Christmas 2017, which was uh, a solid nine days after my wedding. So I was definitely hungover as I first read this review. I don't think you read that review. <laughs> Uh, so, real quick, we haven't had a binary review in a while, which I feel like, dear listener, it is your job to remind me to binary review every film that we review. The binary review is more important than the bacon and eggs breakfast food comparison. So, Ethan, do you have a binary review for Jumanji? Welcome to the jungle. Welcome, Welcome to, to Jumanji. Jumanji. 
I was trying to look up what I was doing when you asked me if I had a positive review. I was trying to look up that whole like soliloquy that he does, but it's not on the IMDb quotes page. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Um, I mean, I guess it's a one. It's a good movie, but it's not like this isn't a make or break movie. I don't know how we do the binary anymore. It's gotten so convoluted over the years. Can I just let me tell you, Ethan? We've reviewed a fair number of movies on this show for the year of our Lord 2019. Um, this is the onest one that we've reviewed this year. I don't think it is. Oh, we reviewed I, I like Avengers Endgame. No, I, I meant I, I meant like in the year three of Bacon and Eggs. That's the year of our Lord 2019. We've reviewed six movies in the year of our Lord Bacon and Eggs three. <laughs> uh yeah, I would say that this is the oneest one that we've won this year. Because I'll tell you why, Ethan. Well, like it's Jumanji not a particularly important jungle. movie. It doesn't solve any problems. Oh, it solves so many problems. If the question was, could Jack Black convincingly play a teenage girl and have great chemistry with Nick Jonas on screen? The answer is absolutely astoundingly yes. Could it ask the question, could Jack Black do that and then make you feel like, mm, this is kind of weird now because he's 20 years older? The answer is a resounding Absolutely, yes. Uh, the question is, what happened next in the world of Jumanji? The answer was absolutely not necessary, even though the original did set us up for a sequel. It set us up for a sequel filmed in, like, Thailand. Yes. Like, about Thai people. There was a There is a missing chapter, is the real thing. Dum, dum. There's at dump, least one missing because dump, that dump. that game rolled up or washed up in a non-English speaking country. You think? It the end of Jumanji? Yeah. Wait, does it roll up at the end of Jumanji? It washed up on shore or whatever. And you think not in America? They weren't speaking English. Whoa, whoa! You watched it one calendar week ago. <laughs> Pay attention to the plot. I thought it ended with them throwing it in the ocean. That's the last scene I they remember seeing. They throw it in the ocean and then it ends up somewhere else with people walking on the beach and they're not speaking English. Do you remember the end of uh, Planet of the Apes when they're like riding the horses and it's like, oh my God, that's the Statue of Liberty. The Planet of the Apes was Earth the whole time. Spoilers. I don't for one human second believe that you've seen Planet of the Apes. I have. I don't believe you. I have. I watched it. I couldn't tell you when, but I watched it with Jonathan on our parents' old couch at my parents' current house. I remember watching Planet of the Apes, and I remember thinking that the female human character was very attractive. All right. Oh, wait, the, 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 the original one or the remake? Not, not, not James Franco. Like, Planet of the Apes. No, like the the Helena Bonham Carter one. Not Helena Bonham Carter. No. So before the old, that. the old one. The old, like the the old Planet of the Apes, where they were like really bad apes. Yeah, where they were like like people in bad costumes. Yeah, good movie though. Pretty pretty good movie. I could not tell you if I liked it or not. I have not been a fan of the like prequel series, but that's also not particularly what we're here to discuss. I've seen the first one with Caesar and with James Franco, and I remember being like, "This is a pretty good film." I actually think about it a lot. You so, you I don't know talked about it a lot when you saw it. Yeah, I I have not seen it since theaters, and I haven't seen any of the follow up films. There's been but like I do remember three. There's been a bunch. Yeah, I do remember really liking them. Because the first one got like five sequels. There's been uh, there's been three total, turns out. Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, War for the Planet of the Apes. Dawn and Rise should be flipped in uh, name order. How does the sun work? It is dawn first and then it rises. Correct. Rise comes first, then dawn. Oh, in the Planet of the Apes series? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's backwards. Yeah. They should so be weird, weird phases of the sun, of the sky. To be the, I mean, those are your, uh, those are your three standard phases of the sky. The sun rises and then it dawns, and then there's war. (laughs) War of the planet of the apes. War for the planet of the apes. 
Oh, who's the who fights on which side? All I know is that uh, I'll tell the guy you what, from... buddy. The the apes win. I don't know how Do the they? prequel trilogy is is setting it up, but the apes won. <laughs> that is uh, <laughs> some would say it's uh their planet now. Their planet of the apes. And that's the thing is like that movie is I don't know why we're talking about Planet of the Apes. This has nothing to do with Jumanji, but that that was like the freaking original twist. That was like 1968. Yeah, that 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 it's Earth, right? And then you see the Statue of Liberty. And everybody's like, "Oh man, okay, what's it up?" It was Earth the whole time. It, what's up, Franklin J. Schaffner? <laughs> Is that the director of the original Planet of the Apes? Turns out. It had Charlton Heston in it. He's the guy that said, you dang dirty apes. Oh, is that is that who that was? Yes, it is. Well, what do you know? What else did Franklin J. Schaffner direct? Yes, Linda Harrison. I thought Linda Harrison was very pretty. I think you were probably not alone in that. <laughs> no, no, I don't think I was. Uh, anyway, uh, that- Jumanji, welcome to the jungle. So far, we've talked about Planet of the Apes and the first Jumanji. The second Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Can I tell you something, Ethan? What? There were a lot of really good films to come out in 2017. This is easily in like my top five favorite action movies ever. This is this was the most surprised I think I've ever been by a movie. Like this was like, you remember when we saw Transformers and we were like, wow, that was amazing. Who knew that Transformers could be that good? This was that experience, but it still stands. Yeah, it's still <laughs> hilarious. But like it, it, it looked so bad. The trailers were so bad. Yeah, and it was like The Rock and Kevin Hart and, and Jack, Jack Black. Black and Karen Gillan, who hadn't exactly Karen... been making a great name for herself. As Nebula. At the time, let me tell you something, people. You may not remember because you're blind at the times prior to Infinity War, but Nebula was not always a well-acted character, okay? Yeah. Now, Amelia rough. Pond, that was a character. Who? Oh, Amy Pond. Amelia Pond. Yeah. Oh. Now that, that was a character. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um... What was I thinking? Um, yeah, so it was just like it looked really bad. And it looked like one of those movies, you know the type, where it's like you, you you think, oh, this will probably be pretty funny. And then everything funny about the movie was in the trailer. Yes. And that was not it at all. This movie is hilarious. It's so well is, because it's so well thought out. It is. I think, here's what I think. I think they sat down and they were like, okay, Dwayne, you have to actually play Spencer. Like you need to understand Spencer inside and out. Mm-hmm. And you need to do it and you need to like, and every time you do the thing where you have to be like an awkward kid, it's going to be a great moment. For Nobody sure. will ever get tired of it. Nobody's ever going to be tired of that. And then Karen Gillan, uh, pretty simple. Don't feel like a sex icon. Uh, just, you know, react the way any rational human being female right. would. It's, it's four people that are so far out of their depth. Right. And then, and then, and then they're like, Jack Black, you're playing a female, like a teenage girl. And this is like, you got a real chance here to make this something really special you were like a popular teenage girl and jack black knocks it out of the park and then they were like and kevin hart we want you to do the kevin hart thing yeah (laughs) you play a large black guy that is now a small black guy (laughs) and his name is kevin hart yeah he acts just like you can't get water with a backpack everybody knows that (laughs) oh man oh man Oh, back. you're missing your mess? I'm missing the top two feet of my body. <laughs> what is it? That? <laughs> Every time he does the smoldering intensity, it's so funny. But that's the real thing is like, this is a better, this is a better adaptation of Ernest Clyde's Ready Player One than the Steven Spielberg movie could ever hope to be. Oh, I just talked about Ready Player One on the podcast. Hello from elsewhere. I was asked to review... My favorite piece of fiction, and I talked about the Ready Player One book. That episode is not out yet. I think it'll be out like not not until like mid December. But keep an eye out for that. And if you haven't subscribed to Hello from Elsewhere, you need to go do that 
right now. Go download every episode. Um, but yeah, this is the best video game movie ever. Ever. Period. Yeah. I mean, this far. is like, they have nailed, and granted, I, I didn't really particularly grow up playing video games in the era of video games that this is meant to emulate. Like, this is a little prior to my sort of video game experience. This is like, uh... A little prior and a little after, because like, the first system I had was a NES, a Nintendo Entertainment System. But like, I had that well after I was supposed to. And then I went, yes. I went from there to like, PlayStation 1. So I think Karen Gillen's supposed to be... Laura Croft, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, they're they're all. I don't really know, like, if, if there's a particular game this is emulating. Well, no, I don't. I don't think so either. I think it's you know following like a you go from one level to the next level and it get a little chart more challenging every time. There's not like a a clear game, but there are tropes that are like obviously being. Well, I mean, like, there's a pulled. lot of characters that that sort of use the same trope that Karen Gillan was playing to. Like, I, all of the fighting games had them. Right, games designed by men to sell games for to men. sure. Yeah. Yeah, I remember growing up. There was a video game that was like a, it was like a Street Fighter like game. I can't remember which one it was, but the ad for it was just girls in bikinis playing beach volleyball. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> um, and that's the thing is like that's why Jack Black plays a man is because like there was usually only be if if there was any female character, any female avatar, there was one. <laughs> right. So it's like and she was Ruby Roundhouse. Right. If there was more than one girl playing the video game, that girl had to play as a man, as a male character. Yeah. It's like the little brother thing. You know, the little brother had to play as Luigi. <laughs> Luigi's taller. Thank you very much. Yeah, but it was also player two. There was not like an option to switch that. Correct. Yeah. You had to be Luigi if you were player two. Yeah. On yes. the OG Mario. Yes, I, I am aware. I know that, y that you're aware, but not all of our listeners may have played the original Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo Entertainment System. I never had a Nintendo Entertainment System, like a true No, but that game NES. has been ported to every single other system ever. Oh, yeah. I have it on my Switch right now. Yeah. Um, they just like, it's not even, I don't think that they could sell the Switch without it anymore. No, I think it comes. I remember I think it was like, like, it was like, you have to download, the, there's an update required. It's Mario. <laughs> <laughs> you can't open you can't open other Mario games until you download classic Mario. I was like, okay. Can you Nintendo. play what you don't you don't have a ton of experience with the world of Mario, do you? Um not a ton. So the Switch is the first uh console, Nintendo console I've owned since the NES. Oh wow. Well, you've had the, the handhelds. Yeah, like console. And the Switch is, is partially a handheld. Do you ever play your Switch as a handheld? Okay, but it's not a handheld, though. I mean, it is, but, like, it took the place of the... It didn't take the place of the Game Boy. It took the place of the Wii. I think it replaced both. 3DS is pointless, but I get what you're saying. It, it, it was the next stage in the console evolution. The, it comes out with the, the marquee titles. Yes, yes. It is where Smash Brothers is. It is where... Uh, I mean, the most exciting thing, of course, is Pokemon now is there. And right, for sure. That's, oh that's very cool, the way they could find it. Either way, prior to the Switch, I own the Switch, so you could say that I've owned the... That one. And, like, I had a 3DS. I had a Game Boy Advance. Um, but I, I never had, like, an N64. I never had an, a SNES. I never had a Wii. I never had a GameCube. I had all of those. I had, like, I've played all of them. But it's like, it, we, we talked about this on my, uh, one, some other episode. I used to get my butt kicked in Smash because, like, I never had a chance to get good at it. Yeah. I do remember. I So, Smash was weird. I've always been, like, unintentionally a min-maxer in video games because Jonathan is. And then with Smash Brothers, it's weird because there's no min-maxing. But if you, like, play with somebody who's insanely good at Smash Brothers once. Can you explain um, to the listeners and also me what heck min-maxing means? Yeah, it is. Like, when I play Pokemon, it is very challenging for oh, me hold to on, play hold with. Let me, let, me, let me stop you right there. When you play Pokemon, yeah. you're a butt. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly what it is. Uh, so, like, when I play Pokemon, this is the best way to, to, to make an example out of it. I, like, will not pick Pokemon for my team if they don't have 
good stats. Like if they aren't like naturally born good stats, I need my team to be the best possible team the game can produce. Yeah, I've never cared about that ever. I just, it's, how do you, I, I don't understand how you can not. Like one of my favorite Pokemon for a long time, and I don't even know why, was, of course, now I'm freaking blanking on the name this is going to drop was uh ledian ladybug's evolution it was like a superhero ladybug i don't know why i always thought it was really cool i always really liked it but it has absolutely terrible stats and if you put it in your lineup it dies right away and that like frustrated no me. it doesn't I needed... no it just doesn't it does the games are easy okay the games, the games are, easy. are easy the games are easy. not they've got hard games they've gotten easier over time as well correct uh, yeah they, now there's like exp all all the time you cannot yeah, stop you can't it. turn the xp share off um which is wild yeah to me, so, but uh, starting with x and y they they got very easy um but x and y were also huge games yes like there was a lot going on there yeah i really liked x and y i did too that was probably with the exception of of ruby sap that's probably my second favorite um generation I, I'm really, really liking Sword and Shield right now. That's I've played 37 making, minutes. So I, I know. It's making a run for my favorite gen. I'm very excited um, to like dive more into it. I've picked my starter, um, and I've caught like six other Pokemon. That's the thing about Sword and Shield that makes me the happiest is like since, honestly, since like red and blue in 1996, I've had like no interest to collect all the Pokemon. All I want to do is beat the game as fast as possible. And it's like, it gets frustrating because the easiest way to beat the game is to not catch anything except what you absolutely have to have. Because the less Pokemon you have, the easier it is to just level up your starter and then they become overpowered and you can just kill everything. Yeah. Um, so I get like frustrated with the games and then I put them down. In Sword and Shield, I'm like, I'm just going to, I don't have one of these. I'm going to go catch it. And I'm really enjoying that so far. And I've like switched my lineup out a whole bunch and I'm like fine tuning it to get it to, to the Pokemon that I want. And I'm trying to just pick things based on like what I like as opposed to what's good. Although I did have the Corgi thing for a while and it just absolutely sucks. So I had to take it out of my lineup. Um, Yeah. So I like while you were off doing whatever you did when we lived in Rappahannock together and played um Sword and Shield, not Sword and Shield. That's the new ones. Uh, X and Y at the same time. Like you were just all worried about about your stuff and i was just like i'm i'm just gonna collect all the pokemon i get them all right because like they started introducing pokemon that i wanted like later on in the game i thought that one did a really good job of like you know you couldn't get them until a certain area like the, some of the cool ones yeah I, I would agree with you that that did a good job of that and they also they they came up with like different you know because sylveon had to be like you know rubbed on to evolve right <laughs> right and like it, it was like if you wanted to get gudra I think it was maybe it was one of the, not Gudra maybe Gudra Gudra yeah Gudra you had to like evolve it from whatever it came from like at night while it was raining like you had to level up past a certain level in the rain at night yes so it was like wild to try to figure all these things out and eventually with some of them I was like are you ever going to evolve or should I check and see if you evolve weird and then yeah, I would check I feel like if you, yeah and then you're like oh okay I can do that that's easy enough nighttime it's not easy, though, because you have to chase around the rain. Does the rain not just stay there? No. Oh. X and Y had weather, I'm pretty sure. I know the current one does. It's very cool. Yeah. Jumanji. Let's get... Welcome to Jumanji. Yeah, I think we're going to get sidetracked a lot by video games if we're not careful. I Well, you know, we don't talk a ton about video games on this show. And I think it's uh, a medium that I really enjoy, but I've always felt like because I don't dedicate my life to it, uh, that I, like, there's like gatekeepers that are, like, preventing me from enjoying video games. But then I think about it and I'm like, well, I've actually played a lot of video yeah. games. I've played, you know, like, not everybody has played through every Pokemon game and not everybody has, you know, completed Smash Brothers to completion and, and played all the Final Fantasy games that I have and... and 
whatever other game I Borderlands, lots and lots of Borderlands and Far Cry Primal, lots and lots of that. Right. And I've played every Madden game for like 15 years. Right. Since since 2002. Do you know who was on the cover of Madden 2002? Uh, Marshall Falk of the was St. Really? Louis Rams, the greatest show on turf. Was it really? Um, I'm pretty sure. Hang on. Is Marshall Falk quarterback? In 2002. That was Dante Culpepper. <laughs> yeah, for the for the Vikings? <laughs> Maybe it was 2003. Yep, that's the one I had. Madden 2003, which came out in 2002. This is the first one I had. Yeah, because it introduced me to the song, uh, the uh, freaking, um, what was it? Uh, Party Hard by Andrew W.K. Look at you. Some Andrew W.K. It also introduced me to the song The Anthem by Good Charlotte. <laughs> Man. 2003, what a time. Yep, that was a real thing that happened. Dante Culpepper. Look at that. R.I.P. in peace. He's not dead. <laughs> I mean, he's alive, but his career's not. Uh, well, Boy, he's howdy. 42, 42 years old. I guess that's... He yeah, but playing. he didn't get to, like, finish. He stopped playing in 2010 for the Sacramento Mountain Lions. Didn't Dante Culpepper get hurt real bad? Hey, maybe I for the Sacramento Mountain Lions. I looked up Madden 2002, not Dante Culpepper. That might help me. <laughs> Let's see. In, there we go. 3.2 Minnesota Vikings. 3.2.4 injury. <laughs> so, yes, he got hurt real bad. He also was traded to Nick Saban's Miami Dolphins. I was, That's a I, see, I was under the impression that he did not play after that because I don't really remember what happened in the NFL in 2004 or whatever. Oh, yeah. If it's prior to like 2015. And even then. It's it's like impossible to. But to I was under the impression that that uh, Dante Culpepper got like Alex Smith. Oh, where he like career-ending injury. Yeah. Also, Madden 2020 seems to be under the impression that Alex Smith plays football. <laughs> is he still starting for the uh, Redskins? He is indeed starting for the Redskins in my um, face of the franchise QB one mode. Who do you Save. play for? Um, the Bucks. Nice. That's where my guy got drafted to to replace Jameis Winston. Poor Jameis Winston. Well. He's only okay. <laughs> He's not even like a great person either, right? He's still Jameis Winston. He stole a bunch of crab legs. I mean, that's something. He um stood up on a table in the middle of the Florida State Student Union, yelled, "Sentence redacted." <laughs> <laughs> and he got suspended so, for two games for that, which is fantastic. <laughs> so he's not—he's like, I mean, not like necessarily a bad person, but like just—he's not like he's good real person. dumb. <laughs> So Jumanji, let's let's try to get back there. Uh man, I do like video games though. So let's talk about characters. Which of these four is your favorite? Shoot, dude. That's the thing, is I like all four of them. Shoot. Shoot. Uh you know who I bet loved the crap out of this movie? Hunter Wells. Hunter Wells. If he's seen it. If if he's seen it, he loved the crap out of it. If not, he's sleeping on it big time. This is this has got Hunter written all over it. Yeah, this Hunter, is such a good movie. It is such a good movie. I really like, like, do you have a favorite of the four of them? Um, or the five of them, I suppose? Eh, Nick Jonas doesn't really count. He's in it a lot more than you think. I mean, he, the last he's there for the last two quests. Uh, I really do like the development. Here, there, There is a moment in the film, because I always felt like an outsider in high school, and this has got like Breakfast Club vibe to it. Like when I watched The Breakfast Club, the dorky kid is who i identify with right we talked about this yeah so how the heck this, have we not talked about the breakfast club that yeah that's a movie that needs to be bacon and eggs stupid freaking frozen two next week hey let it go lime uh so i like that i identify with that character in a way that like i could not identify with any of the others in any way whatsoever um, so I, I think it's interesting the way that the two female characters interact in this film. The thought that like 
Bethany is pretty and she knows it and she likes to feel that way. And then I would have always been under the impression that the way that Martha feels is like, like that she's somehow right as a teenager. Yeah, definitely. You know, that Bethany is obviously wrong and Martha is obviously right. Yeah. That like, even though I loved gym class, I would have thought that like the girl who was maybe not popular, but like stood up to the gym teacher and was like, this is actually pointless and doesn't even matter for our future. Like I would have thought that that girl is more woke and definitely gets it. And the way that Bethany like shuts her down as Jack Black and is like, do you just judge people because you don't want people to judge you first? So you just decide you don't like them so that you don't give them the opportunity right. to make a decision for themselves. It's like, oh my God, what a, what a unbelievably like well thought out well, position it, on it this. It brings up the like, the thing that we don't necessarily talk about in movies, especially like teen movies, that like smart people can be mean too. Smart people can be mean and popular people can be smart. Yes, that true. That too. But yeah, Beth, I mean, Bethany definitely had her her share of, because they all have a thing they have to like overcome, you know, a, but a trial Spencer's they thing, have to figure out. But Spencer's thing that he has to overcome is that like, oh, now you're naturally confident. How are you going to handle that? But he's not naturally confident. Right, right. But he has all the, all the tools that he feels like he's supposed to have. Right. And Fridge has none of them, and they both have to learn to, like, accept the other one. Fridge has yeah. to learn that, like, just because Spencer is a dork doesn't mean they can't be friends. Right. And Bethany has to learn that, like, it's not really all about looks and taking Instagram selfies on your selfie stick. Even in 2017 when this movie came out, I was like, that's kind of dated. What, the selfie stick thing? Yeah. yeah. It was over. Yeah. It may have only like, been over by, like, five or six months, but it was gone. It was, yeah, it was, as far as I was concerned, I was like, oh, they those things are They had rebranded them as monopods at that point. <laughs> <laughs> they were for photographers. Well, I mean, a photography monopod would work like garbage as a selfie stick. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't have the handle in the right place and is also like six feet long. <laughs> um, but Monopods are I, like I, sports photographers use. Yes. Lo yokes and gentlemen. Um, so I I still feel like... Tell me, tell me about Spencer's journey. He has this, this, you know, obvious growth well, so spurt. It's about now, Spencer. It's about Spencer. Yeah, of course. It's his story in the same way that like, it's about the dork in the breakfast club. Although I do think the breakfast club does a better job of than most teen movies of not like assigning a protagonist. I still think it's about the dork. It but is. Maybe that's, it but is. hold on, dear listener, if you identify with one of the other characters, is it not about the dork? I think that that's what I'm saying is I think that like the breakfast club line is more blurry than most other teen movies. Yeah, most other like that. ensemble cast teen movies. Yeah. It's like Cinema's Fire is about Rob Lowe's character whose name I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the names of the characters in breakfast club do they have names i know bender I know, I know john bender yeah is it about john bender it ends with him don't you but that's what i'm saying is i think the breakfast club does and well you know we'll you know what we'll do that eventually we'll get there <laughs> um so t take me through spencer's arc take me through at least how you are you you view this I can get comfortable, I promise. Well, so Spencer's thing is that he, like, he falls into the body of the de facto leader. Yes. Like, he falls into the guy, like, it's about, doc the game is about Dr. Smolder Bravestone. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Bravestone! Dr. Bravestone! I love, yes, that, like, I love, if you love, love that guy. Reese Darby? Yeah? From, uh, the big Reese Darby stand? Freaking, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, is that where he's, he's from? He's Psycho Sam! Oh, you're right! Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he is he good. He does, like, little things like that in, like, everything. I think he wouldn't say no to a leading role. Reese Darby? I'm sure he would. Yeah. I'm sure he's also had them. <laughs> I'm sure he has. Um, he is making a return for Jumanji the Next Level. Oh, I can't wait. Which is great. Do you, so let's talk about the movie industry for a second, because I do want to talk more about Spencer. But okay. Dwayne Johnson does films with Disney. There's no denying that. 
Right. But I feel, I don't know what it is or what Disney does to me to make me feel this way, but I feel like Dwayne Johnson, the walking monopoly on entertainment is like more of a problem than Disney, the literal monopoly on entertainment. Disney has a way of... uh of hiding their their sins from you yes but like Dwayne Johnson like doesn't sin no he's he's great and everything he's he makes the is good. best person yes he's like Mr. Beast but not yeah <laughs> and he's like a Virginian now yeah crazy Dwayne Johnson for governor Dwayne Johnson for governor man it worked for Arnold Schwarzenegger it's gonna work for Virginia it's gonna too. work for Dwayne Johnson governor of Virginia I'd vote for him I write him in every ballot I'm, we're gonna if I say I would vote for Dwayne Johnson for governor, we're gonna get emails that are like, um, excuse me, you're gonna vote for another celebrity to be a political office person. Hey, it worked for JFK. We went to the moon. JFK was not a celebrity. I realized that now that I've said it out loud. I, I was JFK was of, like a career politician. I was thinking he was, of Reagan. He was like born to be president. Yes, Bjorn. I want to talk about something real quick, and 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 um, I mean I mean really really quickly because everybody's eyes are gonna glaze over as soon as I start talking about this. Are you familiar with? Uh, I'm just gonna say it really quickly. Are you familiar with NFL referee Ed Hockley? No. Okay, so he was like the guy, like the Super Bowl guy, the the man as as like the head ref for the NFL for like 30 years. Okay, and yeah, he recently retired. Okay, and they just gave his job to his son. Yeah, that's a you're born to do that. That's kind of thing. not how that works. You're a referee. Like, it's what, what did he go to referee school? Like, did they put him in 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 high school? They were like, "What do you want to be?" And he's like, "Ah, oh, well, my dad's at hockey league, so eventually I'm gonna be him." <laughs> yeah, but like, that's exactly NFL, what they did. You have enough problems with refereeing that like nepotism probably isn't the best idea for you. Probably not. I would agree with that that sentiment. Anyway, back to things that people care about. Yes. So. Yeah, like I and and I love Dwayne the, the Rock Johnson. I'm excited about Jungle Cruise. I was like, oh my gosh, another Jungle movie with Dwayne Johnson. Let's do it. What is this? Jungle Cruise, the new Disney D- Dwayne Johnson. Oh, I have movie. no idea. I don't see most of the Dwayne Johnson movies that come out. No, neither do I. Not I didn't for see any Hobbs particular reason. Just like there's a lot of them. Like I didn't see uh, what was I don't even remember what it was called. Freaking Rampage. Hobbs and Shaw. Rampage. Rampage. Oh, I wanted to see. I didn't that see bad. that. I didn't see Skyscraper. I didn't see Hobbs and Shaw. But like. It just like it, that Rampage movie didn't look like it was any good at all. I thought it looked amazing. Really? Did you ever play Rampage? What is Rampage? Rampage is a video game, a uh, cabinet video game, um, where you play as either like a giant albino uh, ape or mm. a wolf or a, I want to say a gator. It would appear and, that uh, that's what the movie is about. Yeah, and then you destroy cities. But it was a cabinet game, and they didn't have it everywhere. So there was only like a few restaurants that my parents didn't like that did have it when we were growing up. So we would go to like CeCe's Pizza, I think, had it. And if we went there, we could like, we could play Rampage. And that was exciting. But my parents, rightfully so, hated CeCe's Pizza. So I know you're about to come to the mic and defend CeCe's Pizza. I'm not. I'm just I can saying, see. I, like, <laughs> I, I, I love CeCe's Pizza, but it's horrible. It is absolutely terrible. But it's part it of the there's worst something, There's something great about a pizza buffet. There is something great about a pizza buffet. And the last time I went to CeCe's Pizza, I remember being extremely satisfied because you could get like Alfredo pasta pizza. Right. And that's awesome. Right. Yeah, it's like there's if a we lot. Ever do a, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's in a lot of movies that I just don't see. Can we do the bacon and egg CeCe's Pizza tour? Um, no. We'll show up to CeCe's Pizza in your town, and then for three days we'll eat, you know, at salad bars, and then we'll come back to CeCe's Pizza in the next town. You know what's wild? We used to have a CeCe's Pizza in town. Do we not? No. What happened to CeCe's? It's Bobby's Hot and Cheesy. But CeCe's is over at the other mall. CeCe's was at Towers, bud. It was at Towers. Now it's Zoe's Kitchen, but CeCe's- It's not Zoe's Kitchen, it's Bobby's. It's not in that spot. Yeah, it is. It was on the end. 
It's where Bobby's and McAllister's are. Nuh-uh. Yeah, or whatever's next to McAllister's. McAllister's. There's not, I don't think there's a CeCe's Pizza in town anymore. Yeah, it's over by, uh, it's over by Bed Bath & Beyond. Not Bed Bath, is that what it's called? Yeah, Bed Bath & Beyond. I always get Bed Bath & Beyond and Bath & Body Works mixed up. Oh, Crossroads? Up. Yeah, Crossroads. Mm, I guess it is over there. It looks like that. That might be true. Um, we don't go over there. I'll bet <laughs> there's BJ's over there. Let me tell you something, boy. Why? They sell the... You guys are mm, traitors. What? Traitors. BJ's is traitors. BJ's is the best. It's not. It's not any different. Oh, I'm sure Sam's Club is great. But when I worked for Chris, Sam's Club right, didn't that's what send a Everybody, they the open business. the BJ's and everybody's like, oh, finally, we have a warehouse club store. We've had Sam's Club since I was born. <laughs> I, I had Sam's Club for a long, long time. But Sam's Club... When I was a grown up, uh, I've had both Costco and Sam's Club, and then BJ showed up, and I was like, "Well, I've never heard of you." Uh, but so in college, I had both um, because BJ's was uh, over on Power Plant. Yeah, no, I'd never heard of that. I, I didn't have them in, in Newport News, though. I had them in Minnesota. I know, I'm um, just telling you, there was a BJ's, but it was over by Lucky's. Oh, over by West Mercury. Yeah, yeah, on Power Plant. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I had to put Hampton back together in my brain. Yeah, I. Had <laughs> I was like, okay. I was just there uh, yesterday. I went over to Fort Monroe. It was cool. Neat. Yeah. Uh, so now then when BJ's opened, they sent a rep to like where Chris and I worked. And they were like, hey, we want to offer you a uh, membership from the August after it opens to the following August. And you can also have a membership like from when they open until August. So that was like 18 months for every employee for the price of, I don't know what Chris paid for it. I have no idea. I didn't pay for it, but it was free for me. So then we started going and we really liked it. Uh, and then we went back at the end of well, this August is when it ended and we went back and I like it. It's just not still any like different. It. Okay. But I don't see the loyalty to the Walton family that you I don't have. either, but there's no, there's no, like, there's no reason to be freaking elitist about it. I hate Costco people for this reason. <laughs> Costco is so good. They pay their employees Costco, well. clearly superior in some way. They're all the same. They sell giant boxes of stuff that you don't need. <laughs> They do sell giant boxes of stuff that you don't need. They do sell TVs for the super cheap. Uh, they all do this. This isn't unique to any one of them. Um, it's also not unique to like Best Buy. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I don't like buying TVs at Best Buy. Where else would you buy a television? Uh, where did I get my TV? What was the name of that? Uh, H.H. Greg is where I got my television. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, know your, I didn't know your television came from last century. <laughs> Yeah, you can hit me with an okay boomer on that one. Um, but it's it's 4K Sony I have television. I expect you to be like, oh, the H.H. Greg used to be Circuit City. <laughs> no, it was an H.H. Greg in Tampa, Florida, I want to say. Uh, and I got the floor model, and we put it in the back of a Nissan Rogue and drove it all the way home. And it didn't have a box. And it still works great. I got my TV on Black Friday at Best Buy. I like Best do you Buy. Think, do you think the people that invent these TVs are like, how are we going to make these things last less time? Because... Why would one of these ever break? Oh, because they're 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 they don't have to. <laughs> the 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 movie companies are doing that for them. The camera companies are doing that for them. What making me replace them? Yeah, because uh, because uh, I know as soon as they start advertising 5K, as soon as they start like, properly advertising, properly discounting 5K TVs, Tyler Carlin be like, well, I gotta have 5K TV. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with this. 4K nonsense. <laughs> I have my. Th I will say it's just not I enough like, case. I don't have enough it's, case. It's, it's definitely enough case. I will say this: that the uh, Sony 4K is is noticeably not as pretty as the Samsung 4K. My Samsung 4K TV is dope. 
My Sony 4K TV is awesome. It's it's very easy to watch things on. It is our internet that is mostly the problem in this area. The the Samsung um freaking smart TV interface is garbo. Yeah, no, you need an Apple TV or a Roku. I'm, or a I'm Kindle. done with smart TVs. This yeah, is gonna I, this is the most boomer thing I'm gonna say, but like I just I want the box. You want the box like from the 90s? No, 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 I just 2000s? want a box that I can like control properly that works. Do you remember in college we had Big Bessie or whatever we called her, and she was a TV. She was like a 14, no, like a 20 inch TV that we got for five dollars, and it at was the like two hundred pounds. Club store, yeah, at the Boys and Girls Club store, and from the day we got it, it had the channel number at the top right of the screen, mm-hmm. and you couldn't get rid of it. And then one day, Ben. Not my brother, Ben. What was Ben's last name? Thompson. Ben Thompson came over and was like, yeah, my Galaxy S3 has a remote in it. Yeah. And he changed the channel (laughs) and the remote, like, and he just like pulled out his phone, changed the channel and the number at the top of the screen went away. (laughs) (laughs) The only time I've ever wanted an Android. I was like, that is freaking magic. How did you do that? I, mean, I still have the Hisense TV that we bought at Walmart. Do you really? It still works. Well, yeah. Why would it not work? <laughs> it's not like our chief TV. I'm a 60-inch Samsung. Oh, I got 65 myself. I got for like $400. Yeah, I Best wish Buy. I got mine for $400 at Best Buy. I got mine for $700 at H.H. Gregg. Why would I buy a TV have... at Best Buy? <laughs> I actually buy a lot of stuff at Best Buy. I, I like Best Buy a lot. I love their credit card. They use Citibank, which is like a real bank. I'm not going in there and getting like community, community, synchrony bank, synchrony bank. I have like a real bank with a real app with like real customer service. It's amazing. Yeah. Guess what refuses to hook up to my Citibank app is my Best Buy credit card. That is true. It is city retail services. So it, I don't use it through the app. I do go my through American the Best Buy. My American Airlines credit card, on the other hand, works with Citibank. Like it works really? with the app. Yep. Well, that's cool. Maybe I should get an American Airlines card. You know what? I'm just not going to apply for a credit card right now. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? It is way too close to Black Friday for you to be applying for a credit card. Because <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, definitely we'll do that. <laughs> Here's more credit limit than you need. You're going to give me, what, $4,000? <laughs> Guess who got a 6K TV? <laughs> right. ZHD. <laughs> Not OLED. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's what I meant. Z-LED. Z-LED, yeah. We're, we're past... Oh, it's QLED now. QLED, yeah. I, I don't know what I would do with my television, honestly. Like, I, the one that I currently have, I'd, I'd have to mount it somewhere else, and I don't have an, another wall big enough. You could, wait for it, sell it. For, like, what? For money. Bucks? For money. Somebody will buy it for you for more than zero dollars. That's true. Did you know this is a fun fact about my television, Ethan? Uh, the screws that go with the base to my TV, long gone. Yeah, I know the you screws have dog that I am using. Screws. <laughs> dog dental screws. <laughs> I found out about that when I um, had to help you rearrange your whole living room at two o'clock in the morning. You know what? You know what, Ethan? I know you think that that was a bad experience, but I thought that was a great. It was a great experience. experience. It just—I was very tired the next day. <laughs> you know what was great about that experience was the the chandelier in my living room at that time was too low, yeah. so you couldn't stand up all the way. <laughs> it was definitely like buckets of fun, but you could have called me at seven p.m. instead of nine thirty at seven. <laughs> For those that don't know and weren't there, I called Ethan at 9.30 and was like, hey, I'm going to Walmart. Are you busy? And he was like, nope. And I was like, cool. You're busy now. That is not, <laughs> first of all, first of all, that is not how, not that I felt like I, I again, had a great time. I just want to make it very clear. You made me answer whether or not I was busy before you told me what you wanted from me. <laughs> 
<laughs> I knew you'd do it. I knew you would. I th- there was listen. Okay, one natural born salesman. I've gotta I've gotta win the sale every time, no matter what. But I knew you'd do it either way. There was no way where I could have called you and been like, "Hey, I need your help with this project," and you would have been like, "Nope." Although I will say, in in your mighty defense, that TV stand was much harder to put together than we gave it credit for. Yeah, that that took two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> like we opened that box like, and that was a lot of parts anyway <laughs> you gave me a fun fact and i'm gonna give you a fun fact about uh jumanji welcome to the jungle did you know that it was dwayne the rock johnson's idea to name him smolder and to give him the smolder <laughs> he texted director jake kasdan and said what if his name was smolder but he had this unique ability to just smolder and then dwayne the rock johnson said and he's like, I love it. That's your fun fact about Jumanji, the next Welcome to the Jungle. Do you, here's my question. If you are Dwayne Johnson and you genuinely are like one of the most fit people in the world and you're genuinely like undeniably one of the best actors in the world, undeniably one of the most successful actors in the world, are you allowed to say, when I smolder, it is objectively attractive? Yeah. I think Dwayne The Rock Johnson knows he's hot. Yeah, I think he does too. I think he's probably aware. Good looking dude. No doubt about that. Most of these trivia questions, trivia points, in the IMDb trivia aren't actually that interesting, but there are like 400 of them. I think we, when you get a DJ in a film, you gotta... Well, it's like normally, a normally a lot of movies are like, did you know that Kevin Hart and Dwayne The Rock Johnson also starred in this movie with this person that was the Unit 3 director? <laughs> Tom Holland was originally cast as C-Plane McDonough, but had to drop out of the film due to conflicts with scheduling conflicts with Spider-Man Homecoming. So Nick Jonas was cast in his place. Tom Holland would have been really good. Tom Holland would have been way better. That's wild. Not that Nick Jonas did bad, he just did Nick Jonas. And that just was pretty good. That just doesn't do anything for me. There's no, there's no sale from, and I get that, like, he's not for, not in the movie for me, but, like, I was not like, oh, man, Nick Jonas is in this movie. Boy, howdy. Swoon. I was kind of like, when he came on screen, I was kind of like, all right, Nick Jonas, you really got to win this one, buddy. You're the person <laughs> I'm not stoked about being in this movie. He did good. He did good. I think Tom Holland would have done better. Well, duh. I would Tom not Holland's cast Nick Jonas as Milo Thatch. No, I would cast Tom Holland, though. Correct. That's, or that's Andrew the, Garfield. The segue I was making. Heck, I, I would cast any Spider-Man as Milo Thatch. Yeah, I would cast uh, freaking Miles. The dude that plays, the voice is Miles? Yeah. Like the big black dude. Yeah. As Milo Thatch. Is he a big black dude? <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, if I recall correctly. Really? I, I figured he was a kid. Shamik Moore? Shameek oh, he's Moore. not that big. I mean, he's not small, but he's not like... Oh, this guy would make a great Milo Thatch. His hair is, is really nice. Yeah. This is a cool looking dude. Uh, yeah. He has... He looks like a young Jamie Foxx. For those of you who are not um, looking at him. Familiar with Shamik Moore? Yeah, who are not familiar with Shamik Moore because the only thing he's been in... Oh, he was he was in Dope! That movie was dope! Yeah, did you like it? I did. I really enjoyed that movie. He was the kid. He was the main kid. That was that was a, that was a long, long five years, Shamik Moore. You grew up a lot in that snow. five years from the time that you were 19 to the time you're 24. You know what's wild is the other person I was going to say he looks like is Asap Rocky, who was in Dope. But I remember having that thought then. When I watched that movie, me and Christian Allen drank margaritas and watched Dope on Netflix. I do have this weird problem with Disney Plus, speaking of Netflix, where now I'm like, what is Netflix's identity? Because before it was like, Netflix is the home for all things movies. But now Disney pulled and it's like, 
what really is left on Netflix? Now that there's not stuff, I'm definitely not going to cancel my subscription or anything because, like, Stranger Things. They deserve my $7 a month for, for my month of Stranger Things. I mean, Netflix is still a much more valuable resource. Than Disney Plus? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I was... I was. I'll like, say oh, this about Disney, Disney movies Plus. are on Disney Plus. Cool. I, I'm probably not gonna just like randomly watch, you know, 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> it's got Hugh Laurie. But Netflix has like movies, like a lot of movies. Yes, I will say this about Disney Plus. When I opened the app, I was actually like underwhelmed. I was like. I, I consistently consistently hear people saying the phrase out loud. I can't believe this this quote unquote Disney property is on Disney Plus. And it, it, to me, it's always like, yeah, everything is on. Everything is there. Why would that surprise you? Disney's gotten a lot of passes on Disney Plus so far that I don't think they deserve. Like what? Like crashing day one, unacceptable, completely unacceptable. You got to do better than that. That's your first impression. Was that I was like, oh, shoot, Disney Plus is out. This is cool. I'm going to go watch The Mandalorian. Oh, wait, I can't. Because it's frozen. Unacceptable. But that, that's the thing is if it was like, if it was, if, if HBO Max does that, people will rip it apart. Yeah, but Disney's got a better relationship with their fans than HBO does. Shouldn't give them anything. They are, they are delving into a market they do not belong in. I don't know. I do like the Disney Plus app. I will just say that when I opened it, I was like, yeah, this is a lot of Disney properties. That's exactly what I expected. I thought there was going to be, and that maybe this is, I don't know, naive of me, but I thought there was going to be considerably more original shows. The wild, there, there will be. They just didn't launch a bunch of them. Right. But the wild thing is people that are, like, treating it like an activity. It's like, oh, I watch stuff now. Well, like they didn't before. It's like it's supposed to be, it's, it's, it's another streaming service. It, it sub subsidizes what you're listening to or what you're watching with more stuff. It is not like, it's not supposed to be like a gateway streaming service. Right, like, oh, you did you never Netflixed before. Let me show you how awesome on-demand television is. Like, it just nowhere occurred, and I get, but it's the same way with any new service that comes out. Like, if I bought HBO Max, I'm not gonna be like, oh man, I need to go binge, what is on HBO? The Wire. I need Ballers. to go binge seven seasons of The Wire, just because it's there now. There's like, oh man, gotta watch 14 seasons of Boy Meets World, because I have to. To me, that's just oh, a wild way anywhere. to, like, approach that. I don't watch enough TV. I uh, that that hasn't changed much for me. Uh, like I said, I've watched twenty minutes of The Mandalorian because you haven't said that yet to these people. Oh, I haven't. Oh, I said that in the hash browns. You said that in the which hash you may browns. or may not have heard that. I've watched twenty minutes of The Mandalorian and I still haven't like had a chance to sit down and watch it again because I, I like I literally haven't had the couch time, especially because Emily is not like caught up on Star Wars, so she won't watch it with me. Uh, so that's like a, you know, if yeah. we have time to sit on the couch, we're going to watch something we both want to watch or yeah. she'll watch trashy TV and I'll play video games on my The Switch. Mandalorian is really the only thing that's on Disney Plus right now that I care about at all. I like a lot of the stuff on there. I have only watched, like I said, I've only watched 20 minutes of that and the Jeff Goldblum show. And then I mean, I like a lot we, of stuff on there. Like it's dope that all the, the MCU is there, but like I wasn't going to go watch Spider-Man anyway. I guess Spider-Man's not on there. That was the one thing I picked. Yeah, I wasn't just going to like, it wasn't like, oh, when's my Wednesday plan is to watch Iron Man 2. <laughs> like, I did I, watch there's a new nothing, hope. That, that There's nothing exciting for me about Disney Plus because, like, except for The Mandalorian. And I just have not had time to watch The Mandalorian yet. Like, it was broken Tuesday for me all day. I tried to open it a couple times. It would not do the thing all day. And then Wednesday, I've been busy since Wednesday, really. Part of that time being busy, though, was listening to, like, five hours of new podcasts. So I just haven't put it in the queue to, like, prioritize yet. I have also been listening to a lot of podcasts. I've been catching up on Tolkien About, our other show. Um, that show's so good. It is really good. And, like, Thursday, they put out, like, a hour and 45-minute-long episode of The Adventure Zone. So I was like, well, there's an hour and 45 minutes I need to pitch. And then I, like, I started listening to it, and then I fell asleep in the chair I was sitting in, and I had to go all the way back and start over. <laughs> 
because I was like, I don't know where I fell asleep at. Oh. So I just have not had time to watch The Mandalorian, which I'm very bummed about. I'm probably going to do that tomorrow. I think there's two episodes out. There's two episodes out. Yep. Yeah. So I don't want to get too behind. I don't want to get too behind, but I also don't want to. Uh, everybody's like already done with Pokemon, and I, I want to do that also. Yeah, that's a much higher priority. It is. Yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing. Yeah. For me, that is a much higher priority than watching The Mandalorian. Speaking of video games, Jumanji, why, why can't we stick on this one? Dude, I don't know, because I really genuinely like it. I love it. this I'll, movie. I'll say this about Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. I have seen this movie four times now. I saw it in theaters, and then I saw it just like watching it outside of theaters. I watched it in the hospital with Emily, uh, not for Olivia's birth, but like quote-unquote complications during the pres- pregnancy. And then I watched it again last night. Uh, for free on stars because I have stars. Uh, yes, same. Love that the <laughs> Apple TV does that for me. <laughs> yes. Oh, cool. Things I would uh, never, because that's a streaming service that I have that I never remember to check. Yeah. I'm like, is it on HBO? So I, I don't know. Is it on Netflix? Is it on Hulu? But the, the Apple TV is just like, I'm like, Jumanji, welcome to the jungle. And it's like streaming for free on stars. Yeah. I'm like, with other, like, a, it, it ended and it showed me a bunch of Disney properties and it was like, you probably like Venom. And I was like, oh, you don't know me, but okay. Venom's not a Disney property. <laughs> well, I know, but it also showed me a bunch of Disney properties that I now can't remember. Um, and that were on stars. Uh, but so every time I've watched this movie with the exception of in the theaters, I've had to like pause it because I was laughing so hard and that is so rare for me. And I like comedies. Like I, I like laughing, watching movies and yeah, you thought this game movie, night was incredible. Game night is incredible. It's just okay. Oh, it's just so it good. Is okay. At best. Oh, I really like game night. I was uh, the opposite of how I was about this movie with Game Night because I thought Game Night looked pretty good. I was very disappointed with Game Night. I'm sorry to hear that. I was very not disappointed with this movie because you hyped up Game Night so much. I watched it at your house actually while I was dog sitting one time. Oh, nice. I was like, I don't think you did, but yeah, okay. No, I watched it on <laughs> Stars, I think. <laughs> maybe HBO. Uh, but I was just like, man, Tyler's been hyping this movie. I'm gonna watch it, and I was like, I mean, that was funny. I thought it was really funny. But Jumanji, I have to like pause. And every time I watch it, I fall in love with the characters again. I fall in love with the story. I get invested. I cry. I do the whole it thing. Is, yeah, it's such a rich world that this movie takes place in that they are able to establish like by a letter. What do you mean? Like so much of the exposition takes place in like the monologue that uh, that Nigel delivers and the letter that he gives them. Yes. Yes. And it's like literally just on screen exposition, but it like tells me so much. I'm like, oh man, that's cool. And I don't hate it. I'm like, oh, this is, I, I'm enjoying this now. It's like, it's like playing a video here's game. Here's a list of rules that you have to remember no it's a very cool movie i love that that was the thing i was i was shocked about the first time is how well they handled the whole mechanic of like more pieces of the map opening up and like you know new levels being introduced and and i like how they their skills worked and i think every time kevin hart eats the cake and blows up i i i die oh yeah i'm good i'm good it just meant that like i like it boom I think that's the funniest thing. I don't even know why I think that's funny. I think that like me thinking that funny that it's funny makes me like old, but I don't care. The one I thing I will say against this movie, it is um just so incredibly low stakes. You don't think they're ever gonna lose? I never felt like they were gonna lose, no. I thought C Plan McDonough might die. I figured he was gonna die. I'm actually a little bit disappointed that he didn't. I think if they didn't I get that like we're gonna get him back and like Colin Hanks is gonna be friends with a bunch of kids. <laughs> what was that all about? Because, like, Nick Jonas is signed on for the next level, which means that Colin Hanks also has to be there. Nuh-uh. Yes. The gimmick is that they're played by different characters now. They are? Yeah, the second one... Oh, I have not seen uh, the trailer. Fun fact. Oh, oh, oh. Do you not want me to spoil this for yeah, you? Yeah, no. I don't watch trailers. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll go see it together. I'm excited. Jumanji. 
Yeah, I, I avoid watching Welcome trailers. Welcome to Jumanji. I have been able to avoid trailers entirely for this one somehow. It's not like a conscious thing I do. I just don't watch trailers. Oh, it looks good. Like, if it's a movie I'm going to see, like, I knew I was going to see that. I know I'm going to see Frozen 2. I know I'm going to see Star Wars. Like, why would I watch it? I don't understand trailers. I think uh, it's to sell tickets to other people who otherwise wouldn't have known about the movie because they don't follow the movie industry as I mean, uh, I get that, but I those do. people are stupid. <laughs> Everyone should be a cinephile. If, you if you're know, not no, a cinephile. No, 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 Because, like, if, if I didn't see a trailer for it, I would not know that uh, Ryan Johnson's producing a movie called Knives Out, which I'm very excited about. Yeah. If I did not see a trailer for that, but, like, it's Star Wars. Yeah. If you don't know, like, that's the thing, is if you don't know when, if you can't Google when Star Wars is coming out, you don't deserve to go see it. So you didn't like the pep rallies in high school? I mean, that's not equivalent at all. I think no, it's just building no, because hype. the pep rallies, the pep rallies didn't tell you what was going to happen in the third quarter. Correct. The pep the rallies, it wasn't like that. when we started the pep rally, it wasn't like, oh man, in the third quarter of this football game, Josh Woodrum's going to throw a touchdown. It's going to be really cool. We knew that was going to happen anyway. Not, you throw the three picks know, and a touchdown. You know, hey, I'm going to punch you through this microphone. You know what I mean. Yeah. The, tr- the pep rallies got you excited. They didn't give it away. Yeah. I mean, trailers, it's very tough to hype a movie without giving stuff away. I agree, but I don't need Star Wars hyped to me, and I don't need people shoving trailers down my throat. I'm just ready for Star Wars. That's what I'm ready for. I, I, I legitimately knew nothing going in to see The Force Awakens. Was that a good movie theater experience yes, for you? it was awesome. I knew there was a black guy. That was it. <laughs> that was it. I knew there was a black guy named Kylo Ren. <laughs> Those were the two things that I knew about the movie, so I figured they were one thing. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were one and the same. They were one and the same. And it was awesome because I didn't know anything about it. But then there's like, and that's what I'm saying. Plenty of movies need trailers. People should see trailers for the movies they don't know they want to see. Um, I convinced Kate to let me go see Baby Driver with her. Or to go see Baby Driver with me by playing her a trailer. Speaking of uh, films, I actually went to the movies last night on a film I hadn't seen a trailer for. What movie? It's called Last Christmas. You haven't seen a trailer for that? Uh Uh-uh. You own a television that works, right? Yeah. How have you possibly avoided it? I had no idea what it was about. Nobody, No idea who was in it. None of it. I saw it in the movie. Is it good? And I was uh, so let me... I'm very curious about whether or not it's good. I very much enjoyed it. I will give you that review. Um... I'm curious how it did on the Rotten Tomatoes. 48%. 48? Yep. I would say this falls into a 50-50. It made a fat $6.8 million. Uh finishing the weekend in fifth place. Okay. That's these are all good. No, those are all terrible. I mean, yeah, that's really bad. Um That's garbage. It finished below midway, which is in its like fifth week. I listen. Charlie's Angels also uh 8.7 million. Flopped. Yeah. Ford versus Ferrari, 92%. 31.1. Want to see that movie. I want to see that very, very bad. Yeah, yeah. I would go see that Looks before I recommend you go awesome. see this. Uh, Truth be told, but, didn't know Last Christmas came out yet. It's way too early. I would agree that it's too early. I would agree that it... I think they're trying to get a full box office run out of it, but they, they missed their shot. Um, I agree. Also, like, December is December's a bad is time to release movies than, this year. Yeah, you have to compete with Star Wars and Jumanji. Um, and Cats. And Cats. <laughs> and Frozen 2, which comes out like... The 22nd. But on the topic of Last Christmas, I very much enjoyed it. It's a very pretty film. It's uh premise. I don't know. I, I would recommend going and seeing it. I don't know what the trailer gives away. I think the trailer could easily give away a lot of the film. Um, and not seeing the trailer to me felt very valuable, but I would I don't know. I'd go see it. I mean, it's also like a mo- not really a movie I'm worried about having stuff spoiled for me. Okay. It's a Christmas rom-com. All right, cool. Yeah. Like I can sort of put it together on my own. 
cool. Go see it. You, you sound Take Kate on incredulous. a date. Yeah, just, you know. I, I've seen trailers for it, is what I'm saying. Sure. They're everywhere. I have not. So I don't know what the trailer trailer has in it. Uh, it's a trailer that's like, this Christmas, we'll learn about last... I don't know what the trailer says. <laughs> you think I'm paying attention? No, I don't. I'm just shocked that you have not... Like, I have YouTube Red, or Premium, or whatever it is, and I still got an ad for it. I uh, d- don't watch the ads that come up. I just wait until the skip ad button shows up. And if they play anyway, like, I, I literally do not process them even this in the slightest. I have, I have YouTube Premium. I do not. Uh... That's where I'm at in my life. Um, it's worth it's a worthwhile like four dollars a month. Is that all it costs? It's They're like every it's, single time I play like a song on either my either four, five, or six. I don't remember which. I have things that withdraw from my account that cost those amounts of money. I don't remember which one's which. But uh, what was I saying? Oh, I like to watch YouTube videos when I go to sleep, and it's nice to be able to turn my screen off. That's fine. I'll give you that. But I didn't sign up for it on the Bacon and Eggs account because you like blow it up with your recommendations. Well, I don't mean to. I just. I mean, I know, but I <laughs> like to have my own queue, and I think that you would be very not interested in most of the videos I watch. That's probably correct. You good over there? Yeah, I found an article about five worthwhile Christmas movies you may not have seen. What are they? Uh, Arthur Christmas, which is... Well, here, let's just go through them. Arthur Christmas, Lassie, Millions, Prancer, and Unaccompanied Minors. Three or four out of the five are certified fresh, uh, and Unaccompanied Minors is a 29%. That is the only one I've seen of those five. You've never seen Lassie? Like the dog movie? Yeah, like the are dog movie. Are we calling movie. that a Christmas movie? According to this, the 2006 version apparently is a dog movie. Okay. Uh, Arthur Christmas, I remember coming out, not 2011. I feel like this came out much more recently. Uh, But I remember seeing ads and being like, oh, that looks good. Uh, but but isn't it like a hundred percent? It's ninety two. Yeah, I was gonna say it's some like wildly high score for just a movie that sort of exists. Yeah, I mean this is like a DreamWorks like we've got a cast that has Pitbull in it. It has Pitbull in it? No, but you know what I mean. This is the it's, epic Christmas movie. Right. It's got you know you know what makes me kind of happy. You know what it's got? It's got Reese Darby. Okay. I don't like. I don't want anybody to fail. You know, I don't I don't like when movies don't do well in, in Rotten Tomatoes. But 21 Bridges has a 43%, and I'm kind of happy about that. Yeah, that movie looks terrible. Stick to your guns, guys. Shut down the island. Like, we're, we're, you have things to worry about, the Russos. Yeah, you have a cinematic universe to protect. Frozen 2, 82%. Not surprised. A little lower than I would have thought. That's right around what I thought. I'm excited. I am. I think, I think I'm going to really like it, but a lot of people, well, a lot of people, John Negroni, these reviews are so far have been negative, so I'm curious uh, how I will feel on the other end uh, of it. Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, 96%. That's an Oscar contender right there. Yeah, I, I can guarantee you a nomination for Tom Hanks. He used to be the governor of the Academy. He did. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away this year to save me from tears. I'll give it to someone special. I don't know the next line, but Ethan's still gone, so. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Oh, my God, have a holly jolly Christmas. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell. Jingle bell, jingle jingle bell. In the world, Hey, buddy. Welcome back to Big Eggs. Yeah, let's talk about a movie that's probably not going to win an Oscar. Well, the movie whose sequel is probably not going to win an Oscar. Jumanji. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can't mean, really see that one being a big, uh, big Academy nominee. Visual effects and, and whatnot, I think, are going to end up with the... Uh... Yeah, I was going to say, if there's a movie, even if it gets nominated for like some tech awards and stuff like that, if there's a movie in December that's going to win those awards, it's going to be Star Wars. Or Avengers. If there's a movie in December that's going to win those awards, right. it's going to be Star Wars. Right, but there's also Avengers. Correct, but that did not come out in December. No. Also, I you can't that- see Avengers Endgame beating uh like lucas arts property yeah no I, I don't know that i can either i'm curious how endgame's gonna fare at the uh at the old uh the academy awards i wouldn't be surprised if endgame and rise of skywalker are both nominated for best picture it is too big like end of an era avatar films. was what avatar was yeah so i i don't think either will win i think it'll end up going to some artsy film like a beautiful day in the neighborhood or ford versus ferrari or a movie we haven't even heard of yet or a movie we haven't even heard of yet but I, I think that they will both be on the ballot. We'll see, for sure. That's that's a good portion of that ballot uh, given to movies that 100% won't win. Well, maybe just one of them then. We certainly shall see. Um, when is the release date for Jumanji in the next level? Tomorrow. Nope. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't think they decided to put it out the Wednesday before Frozen. <laughs> I mean, they were going to... I think Lil Nas X is in this movie. I really do. I'm not 100% certain that if Lil Nas X comes on screen, I would notice. He looks like Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, for sure. But, like, I don't look at Lil Nas X that much. Here's why I think so. And you he's, like, not going to be wearing one of his outfits. Like, if he's not in a cowboy hat, I'm not going to recognize him. Just I think he's going to be a horse. He's going to be a horse. If you look at the cover art, it's Karen Gillan, Kevin Hart, J- Jack Black, uh, Dwayne Johnson, in a horse. A black horse, like the cover art for uh, Old Town Road. You think Lil Nas X is going to voice this horse? I think, I think if not, Old Town Road will be in the film. Have you seen this one that looks like the uh, Hunt for the Wilder People cover? No, I want to see that. With the, with the horse? Hang on. That didn't work. Of course it didn't. Thank you, Skype. Everybody say thank you, Skype. You're the best. December 13th. So we're less than a month away. Yeah. The week four Star Wars. How do I share this? I don't know. Copy link address. Try that one. There it is. Let's take a look. See? Yeah, that'll work. You don't think Lil Nas X is going to be there? I don't know. I have no idea. That just seems like such a wild thing. If there's anybody I think that's going to voice this black horse, it'll be Nick Jonas. He's sort of the one missing. He is missing in that photo. But they have Aquafina. a lot of, like, there's a lot of people in this movie. There's Danny DeVito. There's Danny Glover. They added some Dannys. Aquafina's in this movie. Like I feel like if Lil Nas X was playing a character that is on the the on the poster, that we would know it already. I don't know, man. It's not always obvious. But he's not even like he's not announced or anything. That's true. Maybe Although this horse is in like every promotional image of this movie. So the horse is going to be a, an important character. Colin Hanks signed on to play young Alex. Alex Wolf playing young Spencer. So no, they're not played by different people. I ain't gonna tell you nothing. I, okay, I'm just telling you, like, it's the same people. Sir Darius Bryant, Blaine, Morgan Turner, they're all here in this movie. Yeah, you just you just wait. We'll, we'll see. Okay, cool. We're going to see the film. We're going to watch it. It's going to be a good day. You're saying you're talking all like, oh, I know stuff. I don't think that Lil Nas X is going to play the horse. You're probably right. But it does make me think of the Old Town Road cover art. That's all I'm trying to say. That's fine. That that can the old town old town road cover art is a picture of a black horse, and that they is did, a black horse. They did not invent the concept of black horses. <laughs>
Shadowfax. There was a movie. Shadowfax is white. Let's talk about that real quick. <laughs> Shadowfax is white. I would have put money on that. Yeah. How do you not know that off the dump? Go watch those movies again. It's been a long time. You should time. have I'm a working them. knowledge of those movies at all time. I'm saving them. I'm saving them. Shadowfax is white. Okay. I mean, if, 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 what's the name of the horse in Skyrim? The demon horse. Oh gosh, I don't know. It's Shadow something. Shadow Fang, Shadow, Shadow, Shadow Gallop, Shadow Mane, Shadow Mare, Shadow, Shadow Gallop, I think is what it's gotta be. It's not Shadow Gallop. Skyrim <laughs> Daedric Horse. Shadow Mere, M-E-R-E. I think it's Shadow Gallop. I think That was a black horse. Lil Nas X, if you're listening to this, first of all, we'd love to have you on the show to talk about literally any movie ever. Even if that movie is the music video for... <laughs> I would gladly, gladly have Lil Nas X on to discuss frame by frame the Old Town Road <laughs> music video. It's one of the best movies ever made. Are you kidding me? The Old Town Road music video is a work of art. Is it? I don't think I've ever seen it. The Old Town Road, they call it a movie. No, they don't. Yeah. Get out of it. Can I, can I watch it and give you a lot of raw reaction? Yeah. Yeah, Old Town Road official movie featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. I'm gonna watch it with you. Hold on, I need I need not auto 1080p, I need true 1080p. Okay, I'm in 720. Look at that. <laughs> That's a horse horse. Have you really never seen this? Mm -mm. What is this? What? <laughs> what is this? He goes through time. I haven't listened to this song in months. <laughs> <laughs> They're like horse wheelie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm running a few seconds behind you. <laughs> Dance that he does. <laughs> the horse got like on V12. <laughs> the outfit. Billy Ray what Cyrus the and the pink tux. <laughs> yee yee juice. Snapple yee yee juice. <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus isn't even playing this guitar. <laughs> Snapple yee yee. <laughs> what the heck? What? I can't believe you've never seen this. <laughs> Chris Rock. What the heck is this? No, yeah, I'd never seen any of that ever. Nope. I'd seen the outfits before because people did them for, for uh, Halloween. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I I never seen uh, never yeah, seen. Chris that. Tucker looks old. God, is that Chris Tucker? I thought that was Chris Rock. Chris Rock, yeah, not Chris Tucker. Chris Rock. That's what I meant. I get I, honestly, I get them mixed up. Tell you the truth, which one was in uh, Rush Hour? I don't know. <laughs> I think Rush Hour was Chris Tucker. Maybe it was Chris Rock, whichever one wasn't in Shanghai Nights. Here's a fun fact about the, the Billboard Top 100. Old Town Road is 21 still. Chris Tucker was Rush Hour. All of them. All four of them. Jack Chan. Rush Hour 4? You don't know about no Rush Hour 4? It hasn't been made yet. Here's my official review of the Lil Nas X uh, official movie uh, for Old Town Road is there's a lot to unpack, uh, but also almost nothing to unpack. <sighs> so this is either the work of a visionary genius or the work of a bored person. Lil Nas X, if you're listening, come talk about your movie. I would like to talk to you about your movie. So Ethan, I will also talk to Diplo about it if he's interested. Or Chris Rock, for that matter. I'll talk to Billy, or Ray, Billy Cyrus. Ray Cyrus. Yeah. Yeah. If Billy Ray Cyrus wants to come talk to me about Old Town Road. I'd be like, yeah, man, you like had a good thing going, now, and then you, you still did. Actually, it never really failed for you. Now, best-selling DJ Diplo, please tell me about your role as washboard player. <laughs>
Okay, looking up real quick. Where is Diplo from? He's from the Old Town Road, I can tell you that um, much. He is American. Cool. I was going to give him a voice, but I realized I didn't know what country he was from. He's an EDM person, so he could easily be from literally anywhere that white people come from. <laughs> if it was like, if it was like Dutch DJ Diplo, I'd be like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. That tracks. Anyway, it's time to wrap on a movie we didn't talk about that much. You know, honestly, uh, I love this movie. I really genuinely do. If anybody ever wants to watch it with me, this is a movie that honestly, if I was like hanging out with a group of people and somebody was like, we're going to watch Jumanji now, I'd be like, I'm down for this activity. This is like a weird direction for this hangout to go. But, you know, I'm, I'm here to go with the flow. I'm not here to argue. So here we go. Time I, would, to watch I would do a rabbit with people, but rabbit died. Rabbit did die. But I just meant like, if like people were over at my house, of course, that would be my decision. But you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I do. It's a great movie. I really enjoyed it. I've enjoyed watching it every time I've watched it. I meant to you say- what's great about this movie is, is if it ends up on like a, this is how I know that I like it for this reason, is that if it ends up on like a in-flight entertainment on an airplane or like in a hospital or something, I'm like, yes, yes, I want to watch this. If I do watch an in-flight movie, which most of the flights I've been on recently no longer have screens. Yeah, I have an iPad. Yeah, you said in-flight entertainment, bud. Well, I know, I know if, you know, for whatever reason, my iPad's, you know, all the way over there. Okay, well, that's then... what the point I was about to make when you like right. pointlessly told me you have an ipad like congrats <laughs> the battery doesn't work very but i'll well. say like I if like... if i am ever in the position again where they have like normals because now it's like connect to the proprietary american airlines wi-fi that you can only watch movies on and stuff and i'm just like i'm just gonna listen to podcasts that's what i plan yeah. to do but if i was ever like really desperate for something i try to watch when i'm watching in-flight movies i try to watch something that is not like otherwise readily available because they usually have stuff that isn't like on dvd yet or on streaming yet i watched the the last in-flight movie i remember watching was christopher robin mine was um uh three billboards outside ebbing missouri like a Dude, that sounds much better like two weeks after it left theaters oh, that is pretty cool it was like while it after it got announced for the the best picture and i was like oh, i should watch this movie because it's not available and it's not going to be available till after the oscars um but yeah i really really like this movie a lot it's it is a good good fun time this is a fun romp this is a fun romp Many of the other films people have told us are fun romps are not fun romps, but this is a fun romp. This movie, like, if I was wearing, like, a like a man romper, I feel like I could watch this movie. Oh, yeah. I'd buy a man romper just to watch this movie. That was, that's, you can just watch it, though. It's on stars. Like, you don't need to buy a romper to do it. Oh, I know. But if I, if I had to, I would. That would be a really weird, like, check system for a streaming service. Be like, hmm. We're going to need you to take a picture of your romper and upload it to the uh, Apple TV app on your phone, and, when, and we'll then send it to Stars. <laughs> and then we'll send it to Stars. So Stars can make sure you are wearing your romp him. <laughs> I wear, I, have you ever had a romp him? No. No, I have not. I, I have not either, but I would like one. I don't think I'm their target demographic. No? No. I don't think I am either. Seems like I for think... the most part, like, extremely fit people look good in those. Extremely fit. Actually, if you go to their website, if I, the last time I went there, and it may have been like during Pride Month or something, I don't know, but it was like extremely fit and definitely homosexual men. And there's nothing wrong with that, but they're like, the way it was worded, it was almost like it was like, men, show your boyfriend you care. I would look like Danny DeVito as the penguin. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not, it would not be a, a great look. Like, Ben Carlin wears a romp him. You don't even notice when Ben wears one. You're just like, oh, that's a coordinated outfit. To be fair, his romp him, the, the Twitch one that he has, looks yeah. like a shirt and shorts. 
Like it is different patterns. I'm on their website right now. I would like to own one of these. There's rompers and romp suits. A romp suit is a onesie. Yes, yes. The pants make it a onesie. Yeah, yeah the pants. It's, it's, it's shorts and uh, the pants sorry, it's, make it's it a pants onesie. and a short sleeve shirt. Yeah, like the long, the long sleeves, the long leg sleeves make it a onesie. Long leg sleeves. <laughs> also, like, it's you got to be really careful about how you buy your romp him because like one of these dudes, one of these guys looks like a UPS driver. Like I would not buy this black one. I know it's not brown, but he looks like he delivers something. Although the guy, the, the, the model in the salmon romp suit looks cooler than I've ever been in my life. The uh, black dude? Yeah. In front of the in front of the uh, ladder? He's in front of a ladder? Oh, I'm looking at like pink chambray. That guy looks pretty. No, I'm talking about the guy with the, the pants one. Oh, oh, the pants one. Hold on. Directly Hold on, up from like pink chambray. Well, I'm, I'm in the rompers section. Hold on. Romp suits. Also, why does romphim.com make rompers for women? Yeah, I feel like this is uh this is a romp man website. <laughs> like, 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 like we need to wrap the show. Hold women on. don't have a problem buying rompers. This is a readily available <laughs> thing. You can women, you can buy a Morono romper at Target for 20 bucks that looks just like this. Yes. Yes. So let's let's wrap the show. If Jumanji into the Welcome to the Jungle was a breakfast food, what would it be and why? It would be light pink chambray, which I've decided is a food. <laughs> that's 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 a, that's, a, that's a color type thing. I just sent you a picture of the the, the romper person I was looking at. This this salmon romp suit guy. Let's take a look. See, I believe I was just looking at this photo. Oh my gosh! And Google Chrome does not want to open it. Um, it's the same thing. It's like I wanted to get in the overalls trend, and then I was like, that's ah, not gonna look good on me. That looks cool on really skinny people, and that's about it. I used to be really skinny once upon a time. It was right around the time that I went to a Black Bear concert, and I was like, that guy looks cool. Who's Black Bear? He's a musical artist. Is that somebody people know? E yes. But, like, I would have thought that you knew him, but it's, it's you know, like, it's not, like, a thing. That, like, what? You ever Googled Black Bear? <laughs> it's, it's one word, by the way. No, I typed it as two words. He did that Do-Re-Mi song. I think that was his main hit. That's uh, Plain White Tees, actually. No. This this dude does not look cool. I'll tell you that right now. He looks cool in his like black and white overalls. Well, I like the... I like the... Oh, yeah. Much better Google search. Google small small black bears. <laughs> You'll see black bear puppies. <laughs> They're called Very cubes. cute. <laughs> yeah, oh, look at them. Yeah. Look at them. These are very, very cute. Yeah. I mean, bears... Black bears are basically just large dogs. <laughs> are they? I mean, How yeah. How big is a giant black bear? What? How many LBs are we talking about? Giant black bear. Giant black? I don't know what the giant black bear is. Giant black bear. Uh, this is an Ursus carnivora. Oh, God. You remember uh, <laughs> the, the Eurasian grizzly bear or whatever is named like Ursus, 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 Ursus. Ursus Arctos Arctos Bear Bear Bear? <laughs> giant black bear. I want to know how big a giant black bear is, but taxonomy. Give me, give me a size. Is here. adorable. We're not doing a very good job of rapping, but no, we're not. Oh, look at the bears. <laughs> anyway, okay, I, saw, so... I saw a black bear concert, and that guy was wearing black and white overalls, and they looked cool. And he played hit this one song that I knew by him. Do re mi, I'll follow. Or is that the sound of music with the do re mi thing? Do a dear. That's the sound of music, not the plain white tees. Yeah, but then there's like there's a plain white tees song with the do re mi, right? I think it's. No, I think it's one, two, three. Oh, it's Bruno but Mars. They... Can't count 
on me like one, two, three, and I'll be there. He does a do re me thing, but I don't remember the words. Yeah, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. That's what it is. Anyway, do re me by Blackbird. Black Bear is a, a good song that is explicit. Oh, okay. Okay. So don't listen to it with your kids. It's not like a nice like nursery rhyme. <laughs> oh, I see why you needed to explain that. And I was yeah. like, okay, yeah. Are you just like trying to make sure we get ad revenue? I don't I don't understand. No, it's just like I don't want people to be like, oh, it's called Do Re Me. I'm gonna look it up. Although I think that um the album cover for that album was like a girl with a bra made of pill bottles. Oh god. So like <laughs> It's not exactly a thing. Like, you would immediately get the idea that I shouldn't play this to my kids. <laughs> there, there are warning signs. There, there is. Like, I yes, literally there... think it's just a. Uh, hang on. I'll find it real quick. We're doing bad at rap in the show. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's literally just a girl that has five prescription bottles taped to her chest and a parental advisory warning. <laughs> Oh, that is exactly what it is. Yep. I can see it now. Yep. The cover for Digital Drug Lord by Black Bear. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard this song. I'm listening to the beginning of it right now. It's I've never bop. heard this in my life. He's got a new song with uh, Youngblood that slaps really hard. A big Youngblood fan right now. Anyway, um, if this, if Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle was a breakfast food, it would be the song Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles. <laughs> Jonas Brothers reunion this year, and you give him a Harry Styles song. I get it. I get it. Uh, yeah, because I literally based on two songs that have come out. Um, uh, what is it, whatever it's called is gonna. I don't know the name of the album. It's gonna be a way better album than Happiness Begins. Okay. I feel like if it were a breakfast food, gosh, it's just so good. It's always so good, and it makes me laugh. I don't know, man. Crunchberries. Do Crunchberries make you laugh? Oh yeah, you don't you don't laugh at good Crunchberry? Not usually. I mean, I don't like. <laughs> I'm not usually they're like they're silly. Oh, bite a cereal. <laughs> You're so right, cereal. Captain, crunchitize me, Captain. I mean, we could go with Crunchberries. That's fine. And just like, all right, that was a wild way to like makes me laugh. Yeah, totally. You don't laugh at Crunchberries? What do you mean, man? What do you mean? It's a funny cereal. Um, now let me talk to you about the board. This takes number one. From what? I believe 10 Things I Hate About You. I believe it takes number, you would be taking number one from Coco. Oh, yeah. No, it doesn't. I take it back. <laughs> takes number two from 10 Things I Hate About You. I like this better than Coco. You know, I would be, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Because I, I really, really love this movie. I'm willing to make that. I would much rather watch this than Coco. Yeah, I would agree. I'd agree. Not that there's anything wrong with Coco. This is just way more fun. Where is the, where's the document? I have no idea. I don't know that you ever it, made it. Is, it's un, untitled spreadsheet is what <laughs> it's called. <laughs> you should title it. 2020 movie rankings but yeah i'm cool with that that's a that's a bold call we're gonna get upset humans about that i can already see the message from seamus seamus gorman of seamusgorman.com that's the one i nobody else i don't know that anybody else finds that joke funny but i'm never gonna stop finding that joke funny so just to recap the the year so far we've got jumanji welcome to the jungle coco 10 things i hate about you jumanji Zombieland, she's the man and Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah, that's last. Hoco Poco. Cool. I'm cool with that. Um, we are Bacon and Eggs. You can find us all over the internet, Bacon and Eggs Pod or Bacon and Eggs dot media. Big changes coming to that website very soon. Big news come soon. Um, We're working on it constantly. Check the website every day and find out what's different. Have you done anything to it? I have. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you didn't tell me that. I don't know that it's saved, but there are at least drafts of things to be done. Um, uh, the cover picture's different, and shows is now a thing 
first tab is new. Cool. Uh, we need new bios and probably new headshots. But yeah, we have those. Definitely. Yeah, I definitely have better pictures of us. <laughs> yes. Well, and we got to get a photo of Mary Clay. We also have a wall of fame. <laughs> we don't do a perk for anymore. I know, I know. There's a lot of easy stuff to fix, but you just got to remember that Squarespace, while a great platform, is uh, still like a web development platform. Oh, no, I know is... exactly how complicated it is to use Squarespace. I use Squarespace for ethanedshield.com, and weirdly enough, it is not that easy to make a gallery on squarespace.com because no. it's very bad at uploading photos, especially more than one photo at a time. Hmm. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Bacon and Eggs. You can find us at the links to our doobly-doo and the doobly-doo. Uh, but if you love Bacon and Eggs, and if you love this show, you would absolutely love That's What I'm Talking About, the greatest show on turf. Uh, there's a preview for that right here. That's What I'm Talking About follows me, Mary Clay Watt, on my journey through Lord of the Rings for the very first time. Join me each week as I have fans on as guests so we can talk all things rings, and I can share all of my confused and completely inaccurate thoughts with them. Like this one. I was very convinced that Gollum had killed Boromir and then was wearing his skin Are like, a, like a suit. Are you legitimate? What? <laughs> I was like, this is some Loki trickster magic. Oh, okay. And Gollum has taken out Boromir and is Mm -hmm. now impersonating Boromir and is trying to get the ring from Frodo. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. New episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get podcasts. (laughs) Oh, she's she's funny. I like her. What a gem. Keep her around. What a gem. Mary Clay, you're great. All right. Thank you so much for listening to Bacon and Eggs. Uh, Until next time, I'm Ethan Edgehill. First of all, I'm Ethan Edgehill. Second of all, our graphics are by Vaishan Brandon at graphite.vmb on Instagram. And our music is by Andy Scott Bell uh, at andrewscottbellmusic.com. Bacon and Eggs, a movie lover's podcast, is a production of Bacon and Eggs Media, the greatest podcast network in the world. Artist owned, listener supported. Uh, I've been Ethan Edgehill. That guy that said he was Ethan Edgehill earlier is a liar. I've been <laughs> Ethan Edgehill. He's been Tyler Carlin. And until next week, Arriva Dershi. Are you going to help or are you too pretty?